Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non-judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Hello and welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is our Let's Ponder episode. Hope everybody is doing well. How was... The thoughts on the last couple of weeks, we had a two-part story about CJ, and we did them back-to-back. Was that helpful to you guys, not having to try and remember? Because I kind of like the format. It actually ends up working out better for me as well. So thank you to all of those who suggested and put in input when I asked about it. I really appreciate it. So over the years, I've heard many stories as far as it being on the news about certain massage parlors that offer more than just massages. Uh, I guess it's known as a happy ending massage. And I think people joke about it with each other when they're going for just a traditional type massage, wherever, whatever, at a spa or wherever they're going. And so what I decided I wanted to do for a Ponder episode was reach out to anybody who might be interested in submitting their information or their story regarding their experience. And I happen to actually have a personal friend who I reached out to, and he happily submitted his story that I'm going to share today about his happy ending massage. I think it's more common for men to have these happy ending massages. Um, I can't say that I've heard personally about women receiving them, but I could be wrong. One day, I was very horny and in need of a massage as well. I thought I'd try out some of those Asian massage places because I hear that some of them will do extra things at the end or during the massage. Now, backing up for a moment. I've only ever had professional massages from licensed massage therapists who do a wonderful job. Well, most of them anyway. On one or two occasions, the way the massage therapist was touching my body started to get me excited, and I liked that feeling a lot. But I didn't want to embarrass myself by popping a tent right there, which I did on at least one occasion. But then it got me thinking, what about those happy ending massages? What would it be like to have some strange woman start playing with my cock? I was curious, and so we pick back up on our story there. I heard if they do table showers, then most likely they will do other things. This isn't always the case, mind you. 
So I went into this one in a nearby town and they are located right next to a pot shop. So you get all kinds of people in that area. I went in and told them I wanted an hour massage. They took my money up front and led me back to the room. I disrobed down to nothing and got on the table. I set the towel aside to cover my butt and body to see what they would do. She came in and didn't react to my nakedness but simply ran her hand down my back and over my butt. She put a sheet over me and then proceeded to begin the massage. It felt really good and her pressure was good too. I heard her say, you have a nice butt. And I chuckled a little and said, <laughs> thank you. As she made her way around the table, she brushed up against my hand and I reached out slowly, heart pounding from nervousness, and began to gently stroke her leg up and down. She didn't react or say anything. So I continued to massage her back while she worked on me. She removed the sheet and began to use oil over my backside. At one point, she got up on the table with her ass over my head and was sliding her hands down my back and up over my butt. I lifted my ass a little each time she ran her hands over it. She would get closer and closer to my ass crack and while she was doing this, my hands were wrapped around her thighs and were gently and firmly squeezing and massaging her hamstrings. I was getting pretty turned on by this, but I wasn't feeling my cock get hard. She got off of the table and began to work on my legs, and every now and then she would get close to my balls, and I would moan a little and raise my ass just a bit. She kept getting closer and closer. At one point, I felt her fingers caress my ass crack up and down. Then she slid her hand down my taint and over my balls. It felt so good I moaned a little louder. She went out of the room and I thought I had done something wrong, but she came back with a hot towel. She rubbed the oil off my body the best she could, then covered me with a sheet and pressed on my body to not only dry me off, but to stretch me out. Then she reached under the table and took out a pillow and told me to flip over. I flipped over, so I was now under the sheet, but you could see I was partially excited. Not all the way yet. She rubbed my body with the sheet on, and then toward the end of the massage, she was pressing on my hips, and her arm would glide over my cock, and I'd moan a little. She did it again, and I moaned more. She slid her hand down the sheet and caressed my now swelling cock. She looked at me and motioned the with her fingers. I looked at her and nodded. She slid the sheet off so that I was completely exposed to her now. She went over and got a handful of oil with both hands and began to coat my cock in oil. She started stroking me up and down as my hands were now wandering down her body and found purchase on her ass. She was probably used to someone who gets off really easily. I wish I did sometimes, but it was taking her a while for me to finish. She kept going really fast with her jerking motion. I told her slower, and she did, but you could see the sweat forming on her brow as she was working pretty hard to get me to come. 
As she did this, my hands wandered up her shirt and under her bra. I felt her hard nipples and firm small breasts while she worked on getting me off. At some point, she said, we only have five minutes left. So, I tried to force a climax by focusing on how exciting that was that someone, I didn't know, was jerking me off and I'm completely naked in front of her. That seemed to do it, and I came hard. I had to stay quiet because she said her boss was in the next room, so she kept making that shh motion with her finger. She continued to play with me a few more seconds and then left the room and came back with a hot towel. She cleaned me up as the massage ended. When I went to the front, I thanked her and she said, you have tip for me? I gave her $20 and she looked disappointed. She said, more? And I said, how much more? She said, 60. And I told her I didn't have any more on me, but the next time I would. She looked a little disappointed, but then said, you come here next time. You ask for me, I will take care of you. She gave me her name and then wished me a good night. Yes, I went looking for a happy ending and I finally found one. It was very welcoming and it helped my body relax all the way from the final release. I think that both men and women should get happy endings as a part of their massage. It can be relaxing and stimulating at the same time, but I don't think it's worth paying an extra $60 on top of the massage fee they are already charging. It should be part of the service, in my opinion. However, I know that not everyone thinks like me, since so I would say if you're looking for that kind of a massage, there are places out there. If you are not looking for that, then you can get a professional massage, or if they ask, just say no thank you. It was an experience that was fun, and I repeated it quite a few times. But I quickly also realized that they are there just for the money, and not to make you feel better or get any kind of thrill out of getting you off. So, I don't go anymore. Plus, I have met the love of my life, and she satisfies me in many ways that I have no desire to go back again. Keep up the good work, Rebecca. You're doing good out there in the world. Signed, Rub and Tug for less stress and relief. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I appreciate the candor of this person, and, and I know who this person is. I've known this person for many years, I guess, probably about, I don't know, he'll be listening to this. So I would think at about 34 years at this point. So yeah, this goes back to high school. But um, I really appreciate how honest he was and, and how it made him feel. I really didn't get many other responses but his, but his was also perfect for what I was looking for. But I would love follow-ups, meaning if you have any comments or perhaps after hearing this story, you will feel comfortable sharing one that maybe you experienced that you didn't really want to talk about. But it's just an option there if you're interested in sharing with me. And again, I want to thank Rub and Tug for his story. <laughs> On Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, I share stories of women who have been unfaithful to their spouse or partner. I provide them with a safe place to be able to explain what happened and why they chose the direction of infidelity. 
If you have been through this, whether it be because you were unfaithful or you were betrayed, you know that you just can't open the topic for discussion with your family and friends. It can be very lonely to process it all on your own. I know from my own experience, when I was being unfaithful, the emotions that can all be too consuming. These reasons are why I chose to create this podcast. I don't condone infidelity, but it happens, and I refuse to place judgment on anyone. But I also feel it is just as important to learn what the husband or partner endures when this truth is revealed. What was it that led him to feel suspicious of her? How did he find out? How did he process all of this and what would he do next? How could he confront her? About five minutes later, I'm still not sleeping, but I hear a conversation on the phone over the music. I heard Becky on the phone, but her voice was different. It had a slower, seductive sound to it, with a smile on her face. It wasn't a normal phone voice for her. At this point, I was wide awake and realizing something was going on. When I heard her say, I'm just wearing a bra, I decided to see what the hell was going on out there. I walked out to her in the living room, lying on her back on the carpet, pillow behind her head, phone in one hand and the other hand down her pants. I was stunned. She saw me and froze. She said to the other person on the other end of the phone line, well, my boyfriend is up, so I'm going to let you go. And she hung up. I asked what this was all about. Who was that on the other line? She told me she was talking to her cousin. I said, your cousin asks you what you are wearing often? By subscribing to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity on Patreon, you will get to hear these stories from the husband or partner's point of view as they share their side of the betrayal. Has your wife or partner been unfaithful? Have you not had anybody to really talk to about it? You're not alone. Perhaps you might even want to share your side for the show to help others. Visit rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and select Patreon to subscribe. Pledges start at $3 a month for the No Judgment tier. Not only do you get two extra stories a month, you get early access to the regular Raw Truth Stories ad-free and my outtakes. When you select the I Love This Podcast tier, which is $5 a month pledge, not only will you receive everything in the No Judgment tier, you will receive a No Judgment bracelet and an acknowledgement on a future Raw Truth episode, first name only with your city and state. So continuing along these lines, there is an article I did want to share. It's been a while, I think, since I've done an article. And... uh, Honestly, I think the reason why was because somebody wrote a review and she commented about how I read an article and talked about my Patreon and all of this. So it's kind of gutted me a little bit. So I've been a little bit kind of shy around it, but I'm getting back on my feet. And if you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen. Like uh, you learn in school or learn from your parents. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Anyway. My problem, not yours. Okay, so 
This is an article and it is called Why Can't Women Get Happy Endings by Ashley Austin of this website, W-H-I-M-N, which is where it was originally posted, was on their website. So women, women.com.au. And you can find that information on the New York Post link that is in my podcast notes or my episode notes. So this is what this woman had to say about women and happy endings. After a long day, wouldn't it be nice to just stop off on the way home, have a rub down, get off, and then hit the couch for some serious R&R? Sure, takeout and a bottle of Shiraz does the trick after a day from hell. But when you consider that men have that exact service on offer, it kind of sucks that we don't. For the uninitiated, a happy ending is exactly what it sounds like, an orgasm for the client courtesy of the masseuse at the end of the massage. Weirdly enough, while the rest of the beauty industry is largely dominated by a female clientele, it's a service most exclusively aimed at men. In the United States, happy ending massages are illegal, but in Australia and many other parts of the world, it's a perfectly legal service. It wasn't until I watched Carly Cirotino's Viceland Slow Slut Ever, where she explored why women in New York are in the same boat, that I stopped to wonder why Australian women don't have the option of paying someone to sort us out. Or is it because the female orgasm is a complex art intrinsically tied to an emotional connection? Perhaps it's less out in the open and everyone is, in fact, doing it, and I'm just late to the party. Much like laser hair removal, I'm still behind the eight ball on that one. So, after a quick Google search of, quote, female happy ending massage, Sydney, end quote, I soon realized there's little on offer, aside from tantric therapy sessions and a couple of dodgy looking guys operating from their spare bedrooms. Yes, the gender orgasm gap is indeed real. Oddly though, it used to be the other way around. Once upon a time, women could go to their family doctor for an orgasm. Females in the Victorian era suffered from hysteria, a disease where symptoms ranged from headaches to insomnia to irritability and were cured via clitoral stimulation. Hell, the vibrator was invented to relieve doctors whose poor fingers frequently cramped from treating patients. Some might argue that dealing with multiple work deadlines, Tinder dates, and unpaid credit card induces hysteria too, but moving on. So when you consider that 100 years ago, women could go to their doctor for a once-over, it makes no sense that today our options have been narrowed to either a DIY job or showing a man by drawing a map and providing detailed instructions how to do it right. In that case, why don't these services exist for women? According to the sex expert and womanizer ambassador Pamela Seppel, it's the payment factor that crosses a line many of us are not okay with. Quote, a lot of women are shy when it comes to their orgasms and vaginas. From my experience, they'd rather do it alone with a vibrator in the privacy of their home, somewhere they're more comfortable. Supple says, while she thinks women are largely hesitant to pay for such services, for her male clients, it's a different story. Quote, it's pretty mechanical. They're getting some attention paid to them. They have a nice massage and top it off an orgasm, and then they walk out feeling good. Women generally like to feel intimacy of some sort. 
knowing the person they're with is actually going to enjoy the moment and both of you are going to get out of it what you want and walk away thinking, well, that was good, instead of not feeling so great about it is important, end quote. But regardless of whether you seek out such services, go it alone or partner up, getting off has a lot going for it. Quote, Orgasms help to facilitate deep relaxation by boosting endorphin levels and flushing cortisol, your body's stress hormone released by the adrenal glands, out of your body. Along with being a natural stress relief and anti-inflammatory agent, these endorphins also aid in better sleep. End quote. What's more, they make for a cheap Botox alternative to keep you looking younger for longer. Quote, the increased blood circulation in our brains during climax prompts nutrients and oxygen to travel to the brain, which assists with the skin tissue repair, explains Seppel. I don't know about you guys, but I learned a few things. Maybe that's why I'm not losing weight because of all the stress and cortisol, because there's not enough orgasms in my life. I'm going to have to have a talk with the Marine, I think. <laughs> I hope you guys have had fun with today's episode. It was quite interesting and fun and uh, just something new to talk about. Thank you guys so much for all your support. And we'll be back in one week. You have been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. Be sure to visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com to access story guides, subscribe to Patreon for bonus episode of the men's side of female infidelity, and to vote for this podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. To submit your story for the show, share feedback, or if you have a Let's Ponder suggestion, please email it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com or send by snail mail to Rebecca Adams, P.O. Box 821064, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Every story is always anonymous. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is produced and edited by Rebecca Adams. You can follow the show on Facebook at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, on Instagram at Podcast Raw Truth, and on Twitter at Raw Female. Thank you again, and be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.